Episode, what did we say? 57? 50-something, 50 yeah, 57. 57? Wow. <laughs> I know. We're actually doing something this year. <laughs> right? We're actually keeping a schedule somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we're back, and I guess, yeah, how you been? <laughs> I'm, I'm good, man. I'm actually really, really good. Um, school sucks. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah, there's that. Life is okay. See, you say that, and this entire time I've been debating, like, I need to go back to school. <laughs> you keep saying school sucks. I just, I don't know. But, do. but that's the thing, though. It, it sucks because I'm going through it. You know what I mean? It, yeah. Just but like if you weren't else. in it, you'd be wanting to go back. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah, just like, we're not filming. So or you want to go film. The yeah. second we start filming, like, this it is a shit show. Yeah, I need to stop. <laughs> Long hours, freaking headaches and shit. It just yeah. sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but as soon as you stop doing it, you know. Yeah, we're, we're gluttons for punishment, that's all. Of course. You yeah. Know. Um, but. How's your, how, how have you been since um, last time? Tired. <laughs> uh, new job is tiring. I work nights now, so that's been interesting. A flip uh, to my schedule, but. I'm I'm good. I'm doing good. A lot of. Uh... In the background, my mom's. I don't know what the hell she's doing. Something about the meatloaf. But um, just. Life adjustments, but dealing with it, going through it, getting there, finally getting back to like a normal pace of things, I think. So I think I said that last time, but still working on it. Now, I, I know you were writing. Have you been writing? Uh, not as much as I want to, um, in all honesty. Like, I think we were talking about that right before, like we had, like, especially this past week, but for me, like this last like month, I've not had the time for anything as much as I've been wanting to. Um, yeah. I keep like putting things on my schedule to like do like at least on my like my day like my day-to-day to-do list and yeah. i'm like i'm gonna get there and uh, slowly i'm starting to like actually get into the groove of things of like i'm gonna set up a list of things i'm gonna do before i go to work this day yeah. or like on my days off i'm gonna do all these things this day i'm getting into the habit of or getting into the groove of like what i actually have time to do what's realistic um i have a habit of not being realistic of my own times table <laughs> He's not worse than me, because <laughs> I always have this like big list of shit that I'm going to do, uh-huh. and I'm like, man, okay, cool. But then I sit there and I'm like, dude, that's a lot of shit. Yeah, and then I, I get tired. <laughs> I get tired of thinking about think, it. Yeah, I just get tired of looking at the list. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, man, that's a lot of shit. Who has time for this shit? <laughs> Speaking of who has time for this, uh, there's a lot of movies coming out this next month. Ah, yes. Um, Good segue. <laughs> I tried. <Yeah. laughs> uh, we're going into October, which is like our wheelhouse because it's yes. horror movie time. And we decided we wanted to look at at least a few trailers of stuff that's coming out this yep. month. Um, so I found a list of like five, which is nowhere near the amount of movies that are actually coming no. out this month, but of at least some horror movies that looked interesting. Mm. Some of them mainstream some of them hadn't heard of some of them at least one of them looks like something from our budget realm but that's has not a very good... <laughs> that's not very convincing there um but at least aesthetically i haven't actually seen the f- i saw like the first like 30 seconds of the trailer and went oh we have to watch this okay <laughs> um 
You're talking about our budget. I'm like, oh shit. Uh, <laughs> it's at suck. least, at least on the on the surface, it looks like it, but it's got like an actual like big studio name behind it. So I was like, I'm intrigued that they got back or that this movie got back in because it looks like an interesting type of movie. Um, but the first one that I pulled up that I wanted to take a look at because I had heard it was happening, but didn't actually know too much about it and didn't realize that it was coming out in the next couple weeks uh-huh. which was exorcist the believer oh dude no yeah <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> you we, already we, have thoughts on it yeah well okay when i was little my little cousin had this thing about only wanting to watch horror movies and there was only like two horror movies that he loved one of them happened to be exorcist the other mm-hmm. one halloween okay so as a little kid, you're forced to watch the he didn't watch Bluey or Blue's Clues, none of that crap. Yeah. yeah. He watched Exorcist. <laughs> he watched Michael Myers. <sighs> that creates a very specific type of person. Yes, that that really does. But if if you're not into it as a little kid, because I really wasn't into horror as a kid. Mm-hmm. Not as much as I, I once I became a teenager, then I yeah. fell in love with it. But as a kid, I was like, dude, I was frightened. But to watch The Exorcist as a little kid, oh my god, yeah, it fucks you with you. And 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 every time I see that movie, I'm like, oh, I start getting anxiety and all that. Shit. And not that it's a bad movie; it's a great movie. Yeah. But it, yeah, okay, I we'll think, watch it. Yeah, I hate you, but we'll watch. It. <laughs> well, so the thing with The Exorcist, this the or Believer, I guess, is it's supposed to be a sequel, okay. to the original. All right. So, I guess we'll just we'll start it and see where this goes. Um. Again, I know nothing about this movie in terms of like director or, I mean, it's still Universal Studios. Is it? I th- yeah. Oh. I am. Okay. Oh, and Blumhouse. Yeah. Yeah, I'm telling you. <laughs> Blumhouse has their fingers in everything. They're just picking up every horror movie they can find. that's freaking makeup wise it's going for a very similar vibe it's 
So it's two. It's two. Yeah, two girls. That's great. Oh, there's the pea soup vomit. Oh, the theme. Yeah. No freaking music. Uh, all right. So what do you think of it? Um, well, okay. So I'll say, I'll say two things about that. At first, my first thought of it was, I don't know. The Exorcist comes from a very different era of horror movies. Yes. In terms of how they tell stories and how they actually scare you. There's no, there were no jump scares or anything like that in the original Exorcist. Not really. Hmm. It was a very slow build to anything that into anything actually happening, and this one, at least from the trailer, is very more modern in terms of like how it's or it's trying to scare you. I think more jump scares, a lot, a little bit flashier in terms of it. But something about possessed little girls is still freaky. <laughs> <laughs> And it's got two of them. And it's got two of them. And uh, yeah, once we actually saw the girls possessed, that hearing the different voices coming out of them, mm-hmm. that that actually I found creepy. And it's really unnerving. It it's something about that switch that like that age of girl shouldn't be saying some of these things, and <laughs> and not in that voice, you yeah. know. Um. So I don't know. I'm I'm intrigued. I was. You know, I I did see some CGI. Oh yeah, for sure. Right off the bat, mm-hmm. in the tra- just in the trailer alone, you could kind of pick up some yeah. CGI, and you're like, oh, hmm, how do I feel about that? Because again, like you said, going back to the original Exorcist, mm-hmm. a lot of practicals, something that we had talked about from the beginning. Yeah, how practical is always so much better. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it it the quality, especially for horror films. And that's more, I think more nowadays than ever to not use as much CGI mm-hmm. and go practical. Yeah. At least for horror, I think gives it a different level of respect in my eyes. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason why um, the original Exorcist, I think, is considered like one of the scariest horror films of all time for a lot of people. Like, even me, like I didn't watch it till I was way older because my mom was like, "Oh, I can't even, wa- I can't watch this by myself." Like that's one of those movies that like she can't watch by herself and she has to have the lights on. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like it's one of those. I know I'm, I'm the same way. And but I had always wanted to see it, so when I finally got older and I watched it, and I think I finally like just watched it on my own at some point, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, this isn't that bad." And then. I got to college and I had to do like a film studies class. And that was actually one of the movies that we covered in my class was the exorcist and actually sitting down and watching it from like, and like, I don't want to say academic cause it makes it sound way <laughs> more pompous than it really was. It was me sitting in my, in my room writing a paper on it, but like really analyzing the film and like what yeah. it's, what it's trying to do and what it's doing well. I think part of that is a lot of the effects and a lot of the things that they did. And I mean, shout out to Linda Blair, the, you know, the original girl, cause 
she went through hell <laughs> on yeah. that set. I think she, did she get like pneumonia or something? No, I'm thinking of The Shining. But she got sick because mm-hmm. they like had that room actually freezing. Um, and all these, then like traumatized her as a little girl making this movie. So like I, we even met, Lin- or not we, but I, we got to go to a, um, a Linda Blair signing at Comic-Con one year. And did you? Yeah, she was she was one of the celebrities like on the signing for, and that is something that she doesn't. She has those pictures, but she doesn't like talking about it. Uh, I could imagine she does not like. She'll sign them, but she it's not one of the ones that she likes bringing up. <laughs> so <laughs> um, it's an interesting movie, but well, it's the same way. What's her name? Um, Wendy from uh, The Shining. Yeah, she like refuses to. Yeah, because I mean, back in the, back with making those movies, like they actually scared their actors trying to get genuine um reactions out of yeah Yeah. like um hitchcock did the same thing uh like with birds yeah uh what's her name had her actually walk into the room and didn't tell her it was full of (laughs) birds like didn't tell her the room was gonna be full and they were gonna be real and i I do have a question for you what's up and and this is just me being nitpicky like always and you know i have to put in my two cents of course what do you think of the fact that one of the girls is black and oh. one of the girls is white? How did I know this was going to come up? <laughs> you, because it's me. Yeah. Um, but who knows? I mean, I doubt it's going to be a plot point. I feel like it's going to be, it was just like a, I feel like it was just one of those, I don't know. I feel in this type of movie, it's a horror movie. It's just, I I think the creep factor comes from it's two little girls that are possessed yeah. by, they keep saying the devil, but it's not the devil. At least not in the original. No, it was um, a demon. Yeah, it was a some demon. But yeah. um, I feel like it was probably just a choice and it wasn't like a conscious decision to make it. Was it? I mean. Uh... Well, because the, 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 okay. When you start thinking about exorcist and family dynamics, yeah, especially because in the trailer, it's like one girl mm-hmm. lives and one girl dies. It's up True. to you. So that means it's up to the parents. Yeah. Family dynamics plays a lot into this is true. how you choose what girl dies, if you have to choose, mm-hmm. and how the families are going to be put up against each other to make that decision. Yeah. Not no, only I that, mean... but when you also go into religious beliefs... Again, I'm not I'm not saying anything negative against anybody. Right. But you have to take into into effect the cultural backgrounds of each of those, you know. No, yeah, yeah. I, I get what I get where you're coming from. And I don't know, from like a story perspective, I, I think that's where my brain goes or it's like it if I were just looking at this like a script, I, I get where you're coming from. It could be that from like a casting choice, I feel like it could be it just was a choice. Like it wasn't like a conscious decision of like, I feel like it probably was like a casting call and they just casted, you know, um, two different race girls, but from a studio perspective, yeah, 100% I can see it being like a thing <gasps> or being, there being some push for being like, let's diversify the cast. Um, but I feel like that's everywhere now. I mean, we're just, I think a lot of studios are, try- no one wants to get pegged and say like everybody in this movie is white. Yeah. And I think that's like a big fear, I think. Yeah, but I mean, does it take away from the movie, though? I don't think it has to. I mean, like you said, it could be a story point. And I mean, if it is a story point, great. Because, like, 
then but it's... most of the time it's not. No, I mean, and so... we've talked about this yeah. many times before. And now I'm not trying to go into that rabbit hole because we've <laughs> we've had this discussion many times. Diversity for the sake of diversity. Yeah, yeah. you know, and, and I stand my ground. I don't care what anybody says. I stand my ground. This is my sh- fucking show, so I'm gonna. <laughs> but <laughs> actually, it's our show. So, but at at the end of the day, it's one of those things that because I'm a film lover. Yeah, I see it from like. Wow, I've seen a lot of horror films, mm-hmm. and I've seen how you could easily take, like us, mm-hmm. us was mainly all yeah. black, right? And cool, mm-hmm. it wasn't a plot point, no, but it made sense. Roger, mm-hmm. moving on. Get out though, it was. Yeah, same director. Um, uh, the other one, it was an actual black exploitation uh, horror film. Um, they just had it not too long ago. Oh, oh are I, you talking I, about uh, the like the comedy one? Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I, oh God, I'm blackening. Yes, <laughs> the blackening, dude. I, I did a whole segment in one of my classes, and 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 I, I made the point the fact that it did is this a, a learning point where you could teach mm-hmm. because they're making fun of all the tropes, right? And, and they're using comedy, yeah, especially with black exploitation because mm-hmm. it was a black exploitation movie. Mm-hmm. Um, are they using comedy to 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 have a selling point yeah. or, or a teaching point, mm-hmm. or is this just another generic black exploitation film in guise of whatever? Yeah. And so we went through this whole freaking thing about black exploitation yeah. and you know, exploitation and mm-hmm. you know being whatever. Yeah. So that that was just my point. Yeah. So moving on. <laughs> no, I mean I get what you're saying because I mean like there I feel like it goes beyond like and again we're gonna dive down this rabbit hole, um, but like. There are shows uh, like Heartstopper, right, which is out yeah. right now on Netflix, and it is a, it's a gay story, right? Yeah. And and I am not actively watching it, but like Hannah's Hannah was watching it at some point, and um, some of the kids that I work with right now, they were watching it at some point, and I'm watching it. And I'm like, I'm watching it. And I'm going, wait, every character in this show is queer in some sort of way, yeah, <laughs> and I'm like. I, I appreciate what they're doing because they're showing all aspects of, you know, the spectrum and sexuality yeah. and all that. But it's also not realistic because, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, <laughs> even a, as someone who, you know, knows a lot of people in that community and stuff yeah. like that, it's like, but not everybody is. Or, you know, like. What? And, it's not like that? I mean, to an extent. <laughs> I mean, I have, you know, there's that joke where, like, everybody's a little bi. Um, <laughs> but, like, you know, it's, but not everybody in your circle. You know, no. you know, that's just that, you know, statistically not how life works all the time, you know, no. and it's, it's again, cool to see in a show and I appreciate those stories being told. Um, and I like, and I like watching the show, but I'm just watching it. I'm like, that's, it's really coincidental that every, all these kids are this like in this age. Group, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It worked out this perfectly. Um, so I, but coming to like back to the actresses and stuff like that, like, I don't know if it plays into it. Awesome. Because like you were saying, like with, uh, Peel's movies, like it is, a, it is to a certain extent, like, Oh, a he, he makes it a point. Yeah, it, it is. It, it exactly is. And it's telling those stories for a purpose. Yeah. Which um, I, again, I commend them yeah. for. Everybody has, to t- everybody exactly. has the right to tell the story, mm-hmm. but is it a choice just for, is it, I don't want to say it's diversity for the sake of being diversity, but is it diversity for the sake of these kids were the best actors for these parts? No, I'm cool with that too. You yeah. know, if it if it's just because 
we want to show diversity yeah. in, in a horror movie and it makes sense. Yeah. But we're not making it like, oh, dude, it's a black family. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Fine. Great. Also, um, turning, the turning the head on a lot of ways that like some of those, some different minorities are portrayed in a sense. Like, yeah, um, yeah. you know, like there's tr like if seen like a minority family that's actually whole and not like one family yeah, member is like tropes. yeah you know falling into certain tropes and all that like spinning the head like it's actually like a you know whole nuclear happy family and typically minority families are not portrayed that way especially um, a black family yeah i'm it, it's always that joke is like oh the, the absentee yeah. father yeah so i'm kind of fucked up but yeah so i'm happy to see stories that even if it's not like a major plot point just kind of flip the head on what we're yeah. traditionally seeing in media now, are you going to want to watch it? The Exorcist? Probably. Am I going to get anybody to go see it with me in my immediate circle? I don't know, <laughs> is the thing. Um, <laughs> I'm not going with you. <laughs> I know you're, you're probably... Well, we never have time outside of... Like, yeah. we hardly have time to see each other outside of this. Hannah doesn't like horror movies to that extent. And so I, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to be by myself eating popcorn. <laughs> I mean, I'll watch it, but it, ha yeah, it has to be with lights on during the day. I have to have my cats nah, with I'm going to go like at 10 p.m. on a... <laughs> rainy exactly. cold night yeah, yeah. with a fog you know creeping in and yeah. all that shit that or i'll have to wait for it to be on max or whoever's gonna air it i don't know what well, universal's no. partnered with uh, yeah, paramount that's, that's what i was gonna say who is universal do they give their movies to anybody i don't know i don't know either because paramount is paramount yeah that's true i don't know actually and it's this blumhouse yeah well they're partnered up yeah so i don't know where that would go but Oh, and I found the movie. Which one? Um, the, the other one I told you about. Cause I, oh, the Blumhouse one? Yeah, I told you. It was like, yeah, man, yeah. Blumhouse is into yeah, everything. Was, we were talking about before <laughs> before we sat down for this. Yeah. Um, the movie is called Totally Killer. Interesting. And it has Sabrina the Teenage Witch oh. as as a main actress. <laughs> like the... The new one okay. from uh, Netflix. K yeah, Kiernan Shipka or something like that. Yeah. Um, Shipka. Yeah. That's a weird name, Shipka. Anyways. Mm. Uh Oh my god, I'm pulling up the next trailer, and why is there a baby Pennywise? <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> it Chapter 3. I, I hope that there's no way that's real. I don't know. I know they're I know they're doing like a prequel thing, but I don't think Pennywise as a baby is a thing. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to be like Chucky, Brad of Chucky, Seed of Chucky, <laughs> now it's the Seed of Penny. But the next one I was going to pull so up. So what would the Seed of Penny be? Like a half penny? Uh, well, he, I mean, he's not even like... He's not actually the clown. He's like this entity of evil. No, just being a joke. Because it's a penny, you know, half a penny. There's a penny. Yeah, just a penny. I don't know what's half, half a, penny. a penny. I don't know. <laughs> it's a pestle. I don't know. Half <laughs> uh, but the next one I I was gonna pull up, which is another sequel to a classic horror movie. Is, is it a sequel or a prequel? Uh, you know, actually, I don't know. Um, but it's Pet Cemetery. Um, subtitled Bloodlines. Uh. Stephen King, another famous horror teller, horror storyteller. Um, well, it says the story's origins. So, yeah, I guess maybe it could be. No, it doesn't necessarily have to be a prequel. No. Well, I guess we can watch the trailer and find yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> Let's watch the trailer <laughs> Instead of making out. guesses. Paramount? Yeah, Paramount Plus. Oh, the truck. There's always a truck. Always. Oh. Oh wait, this is a. Oh, this is like a featurette. 
Hold on, let me find the actual trailer. This is just like a featurette. Yeah. It's kind of ruined it for us. I know. There we go, official trailer. Um, now, were you a fan of the original Pet Cemetery? Yes, I actually was. Again, little kids. <laughs> you know, when you look at most older horror films, mm-hmm. it's always little kid. Oh my goodness, I'm being attacked by my cat, like always. She's about to stop our recording. Now, I never saw the remake either. I didn't see the remake. Oh. Like, nope. why would you get off your car and follow a dead dog? I apologize if you just heard the cat headbutt my mic. <laughs> So it is a prequel. Oh, they got what's the name from uh, Gotta Believe? David Deshaw, whatever. He was in uh, X Files. Ah. Never watched X Files? I appreciate a good practical blood splatter. Yeah. Sometimes dead is better. And the truck. And the truck. <laughs> so I'm reading here it's 1969. That's when it's supposed to take place. Okay. So this is pre Pet Cemetery. Yeah. So it's supposed to be I, well they said one of the character like a younger version of Judd yeah. Crandall. So uh, my immediate thought on this, it's giving me, at least in terms of like what they're doing with the story, what they did with the quote-unquote prequel to The Thing mm. when they made that movie where yeah. they, like you, I went into it thinking it was just a remake of The Thing and like story beat wise, it's very similar to the original thing. And then you realize, oh, it's a prequel and the same things are just happening. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of what this movie is going to do. Or a lot of the same like beats, beats and like overall like scares are going to be like very echoed like echoed from this one but it's going to be a prequel to the original story or the original movie still could be good i just don't i don't know i mean i feel like stephen king movies are very hit or miss sometimes yeah it, it uh, it's hard to adapt his movies mm-hmm um, and only because his books are really in detailed, and I mean they go way into detail. And I think most of the time, for a film like that, mm-hmm. I don't think they've adapted one correctly. Um, no, I mean like Christine. Christine is like the book and the movie. Mm-hmm. 
is not one and the same. It is, but it's not yeah. because there's so much more in the book. Yeah, and I mean, like even one of the most like beloved horror movies ever, which is The Shining, he hates because it's yeah. nothing like his story. Um, and I think what's tricky with this one too is that, well, as far as I know, I don't, I don't follow his uh libraries super closely, but this isn't also. He probably worked on the script, but he didn't. This wasn't a book. Yeah. This is them just expanding on what's already already there. written. Oh, we're going back to last week's or <laughs> previous week's. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah, true. But like just expanding on the original book and the original story and creating something new out of it, which again, I think is where we get a lot of like that just echoed events kind of deal because yeah. it's you don't want to like completely turn the story on its head into something it's not. But is that wrong though? And and I was thinking about this because, again, retelling stories. Yeah. And and you can only expand so much mm-hmm. on the universe without breaking the mold that everybody loves. Yeah. Star Wars. It's the same mm-hmm. movie being told differently through different aspects, mm-hmm. different stages of his life. Yada yada yada. Right. But it's kind of the same thing. My question is, because a lot of people love the nostalgia of Star Wars mm-hmm. of where they were in their life when they first saw it. Yeah. That's what people fall in love with. Hmm. And the fact that it keeps going on and on, it strengthens that nostalgia and mm-hmm. that love for it. Um, so, again, same thing with like Freddy, with Jason, uh, Michael. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Dude kills a bunch of people. Yeah. They kill him. He comes back. Right. Every story. Yeah. Even in space. Chop him up. <laughs> Shoot him in space. <laughs> And he still comes back. Jason X or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Is that so wrong when you have an IP that works, even though you're you're not being creative at all anymore? Yeah. Is, n- no, but is Pet Cemetery enough of a name to call it an IP that works? Well, they've or, already done like, what, two other movies? The original, the remake? Yeah. No, yeah. But what I'm saying is... At least with like some of these classic horror movies, is it not enough to just leave it be like let it be, you know? Lost Boys. Yeah. They should have just let it be. <laughs> Cause like I yeah, I get what you're saying, like an IP that works. But and yeah, classics they're they're still classic horror films and but they're they became franchise like well, Halloween was never meant to be the Michael Myers franchise. No. It was meant to be an anthology, I think. Which is why Halloween 3 makes zero sense in the grand scope of the franchise. But they just kept, like you were saying, they they there was a formula that worked for a slasher film and they made it work. But this one is like a contained story. Not saying that's not going to be good. I'm just wondering if it's it's one of those like, is it necessary kind of deal? Yeah. You know? Um, and it goes back to what we were saying. It's like, can that character have any more yes we could drive something out of that character Uh or story-wise but does it need to (laughs) yeah but does it need to i mean he already fulfilled his his role as an x character in z movie yeah why are we going to take that x character and give him an abc plot yeah or will it backfire and is it something to be even said like oh the mystery behind like what happened to this character before is way more interesting than what the movie ended up being. Boba Fett. <laughs> the Boba Fett effect. I'm going to call it the Boba Fett effect. Because, no, it, it is true. Think about it. Boba Fett was, was infamous because yeah. he was 
the bounty hunter that everybody feared. Yeah. But then you tell a story, you're like, bro, you're a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, but that will... <laughs> yeah i mean i was gonna say is that the same thing because this is boba fett book of boba fett was a sequel as opposed to a prequel again i feel like if we saw like if we got a series or a movie that was just like boba fett in his prime but do we, again but thing, do we need it yeah do we need it yeah. no yeah it's just like saying oh we need a fucking story of uh uh fuck man darth vader in his prime yeah no, I like seeing the glimpses of Darth Vader in his prime, but is there enough story there to tell about? The dude killed everything and everybody. <laughs> that was it. I like seeing the glimpses of his power, but I don't I mean, like. Is there actually story there? I don't think so. Not he just kind of sat 66. in power. Yeah. After After Order sixty six, I well, don't think there's a story. I guess there. it depends because again, we were getting back to the, the last time we were sat down and recorded like the comics and stuff like that. Yeah. There's a lot of story there. Yeah, there is, but uh, it's not canon anymore. Anyways, uh, yeah, um, we'll move it on because we, we again <laughs> we, we, we fall down rabbit holes way too easily. Yeah. Um, am I gonna go see Pet Cemetery? Probably not. Um, probably not. I'll probably wait till it's on streaming and on Prime. Paramount Plus. Yeah. <laughs> um, the next one I wanted to bring up is I saw. I didn't realize there was sequels to this movie. What? Have you ever heard of the movie 13 Cameras? No. I saw it on Netflix. It is a like super trashy kind of grindhouse, uh not grindhouse, but like just trashy horror movie. Um small studio kind of deal. A couple goes into this uh, motel and there's the creepy greasy guy that works there that has cameras all over the place mm-hmm. and they end up being tortured and it, it yeah, turns into one of those like snuff films almost. Nice. Um, so I didn't realize there was a 14 cameras, but now there's a 15 cameras. <laughs> okay. This is Gravitas. <laughs> yeah, which is, I don't know if you've seen many Gravitas Ventures movies. They're not always the best no. and they're always very low they're budget. Very, yeah, low, low to maybe medium budget. Yeah. So, which there's a, char- there's a charm to them and, mm-hmm. you know, one thing I will say about these movies is the actors always go all in for some of these movies <laughs> for better or worse. <laughs> cause I'm I like, I don't see any big names. Cause I remember I was watching, I got, I fell down a hole like one at one point over the summer where I was just going down Amazon prime and watching oh. whatever horror movies would pop up. Yeah. I've done that. <laughs> and I did it with, uh, with HBO when it first came out. Oh yeah. Like, yeah, it had all everything that I hadn't seen but in a while. Prime has a lot of Gravitas movies, and I remember watching one, and I'm like, this dialogue is terrible, but these actors are just giving it every ounce of themselves. <laughs> <laughs> so props to, you know, some of the actors that end up in this movie. But I figured we could just take a look at it. Okay. I know nothing about it. I have no idea if there's an overarching plot from 14 cameras. <laughs> um, Immediately starting with the body horror with someone taking out their contacts which always bothers me the whole eye thing just touching the eye it's uncomfortable you know that that does come from old uh, old horror films about yeah. the eye yeah oh yeah not a motel but it's like a rented home Are, are, what is it called? R&Bs or B&Bs? Or... Oh, 
So it's a movie within a movie. Very voyeuristic. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. I, I actually really like like found footage movies. So I hate found footage. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> I find them really fun sometimes. You know what it is? Because they're easy to make. But yeah. because they're easy to make, there's a, so many of them. And yeah. you're like, dude, can, can we get a well it, done found footage? It's kind of like uh, what COVID did for the uh, screen capture film. Yeah. It seems very much just like a kind of standard, like, horror film. <laughs> Characters are going to get too close into a secret and uh, get themselves killed for it. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> I did like the fact, well, not the fact. Okay. I had I had watched, oh, not watched. I was listening to, oh, what's the guy who plays Lex Luthor? Which one? Um, On Smallville. He has a podcast. Oh, um, the guy from Two and a Half Men? Rosenbaum. Oh, oh, wait, no. From Smallville. Rosenbaum. Oh, I forgot his first name. Oh, anyways, he plays Lex Luthor on Smallville. And okay. his last name is Rosenbaum. And um, he had a guest on, and they were talking about how a lot of new horror films try to use old, oh, you know, my cell phone has no uh, reception because I'm in a blind spot. Yeah, yeah. And they're, they're talking about how the use of technology nowadays mm-hmm. would make a lot of the horror films from yeah. back in the day irrelevant. Yes. Because you're in a house with a killer. <laughs> Pick up your cell phone. Yeah. They can't cut the phone line. Yeah. The power line is gone. Okay. Still, a cell phone works. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's one of those. And now I see everybody, almost a lot of people using computers. Yeah. Viewing through computers. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one, uh, Unfriend Me, same thing. Yes. It was mainly yeah. like 90% of the film was done through the lens capture of a computer or the emulation of a lens capture. Yeah, it was, yeah. yeah. Which was really well done uh, in my point of view. Yeah. Oh, I see what's coming yeah. up next. Ah, <laughs> oh, dude, I need my, my midget because she would have something to talk about this. Um, so it, it's just interesting how the... Not the lack of technology, but the inclusion of technology mm-hmm. into horror films is starting to take hold. Yeah. And I think, and maybe this is something that we should talk about later, mm-hmm. the inclusion of AI. Because I know mm. there's, there's there's been plenty of films with AI. Right. Terminator. Yeah. <laughs> the but most it, famous Back Terminator. when it was still like a dream. Like, yeah. yeah. Ex Machina. You mm-hmm. know, those, those kind of films, you're like, fuck, dude. Those are horror films-ish in a way. Yeah. But it's AI gone wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I wonder if, like, again, I'm seeing the use of computers and, 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 was that you or was it a cat? I, I, don't, I think it was a cat. I don't know where, though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Our whole table just moved. You know what I mean? So the use of computers mm-hmm. within horror films is interesting because it's like, how do you integrate that without mm-hmm. taking away the horror aspect of it? Yeah. Because, again, you have connectivity. Mm-hmm. Or even cell phone. 
you can't take away the connectivity of a cell phone unless you do like an EM yeah. or something. Yeah. And you're, you're shit out of luck. Yeah. Or, oh, we're in the middle of a cabin. Yeah. But how many times are you going to make a cabin film? Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. No signal. It's the same trope over <laughs> and over. Anyways, moving on. No, you're, you're, you're right. And I, I feel like... And does this movie look great? I mean, like, it looks pretty... It's going to, like, fly under the radar and it's going to come out and go away very quickly. If I'm being totally honest. Um, I don't think it's it's going to have the marketing power. Oh, no. Not at all. Because, again, it's it's from, like, a very lesser known... I didn't even realize it was a franchise kind of deal. Um, I'd, heard, I'd seen 13 cameras. Didn't yeah. realize 14 cameras was a thing. Um, and now 15. Yeah. But I kind of like what they're doing in this, in this one in the sense of, like, they're showing them watching, like, this documentary about the thing. And then to kind of come back to your point of, like, nowadays the way things are very differently from when, like... The, the 13 cameras was made airbnb blew up and was taken down because of this exact same thing of landlord or people or homeowners like putting cameras all over their house and then renting it out to people and just being creepy about it so it's a lot more real now so it but airbnbs you you signed a waiver saying that you knew you were being videotaped not always though yeah. and they're putting them in and a lot of people are finding them in very compromising places, right. you know? Yeah. Um, Cause like, yeah, you can agree to be videotaped from like the regular security cameras, but no one's thinking, Oh, there's a camera inside this alarm clock that's in the bedroom, you know? Or in the shower. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so it's a lot more of a real issue. So I can see it, this movie kind of like preying on that fear a little bit. Yeah. I was reading this. It's a destructive form of voyeurism. Fixation with observing others has deadly consequences. You know what I think about that? Mm. Uh, review, review window. Review window. It was a, um, I think it was an Alfred Hitchcock movie. Oh. Where he uh, gets his leg broken and he uh-huh. starts watching everybody with binoculars. Ah. And his uh, his window faces the back of another building. Uh-huh. And so each building tells a story. And anyways, it's it's good. <laughs> it's a, one of those classical films that you yeah. study in school. Yeah. Um. So, before we run out of time, I have two more trailers I wanted to look at. One of them. So this this one is I think the last like one more big name. Five but Nights this at Freddy's. Is also Blumhouse. <laughs> also Blumhouse and Universal. Yeah. The powerhouse group for horror movies in the last year, a couple years. Uh. This one has been. In the making for oh I so think, long like five six years yeah since they announced it Oh, uh, and it's got Shaggy Shaggy Matthew Willard always a little kid honestly not I honestly didn't think this movie was actually gonna get made. I, I, mean, I don't know, man. I've been hesitant about this movie because I've seen the video games and I'm like, man, how are you going to like com- make it like a movie? Yeah, that makes sense. Because I saw another movie. Well, I've seen two movies that are kind of in the same genre uh-huh. of the whole, you know, animatronics and stuff. Yeah. One of them was with Nicolas Cage and, and it was funny as shit. Oh, I think I know. What you're, I, I can't remember the movie, but I think I know now. what you're talking about. Uh, but they look so good. 
having enjoyed the games, like the animatronics actually look very good. Also, the idea of it, you know, it's just like being chased by animatronics in an abandoned Chuck E. Cheese, basically. <laughs> we were trying to find a Chuck E. Cheese for her birthday <laughs> and it just passed that still had animatronics. There's none here in Texas or in San Antonio. It's all video now, right? It's um, all, yeah. They no. don't have the actual thing. Yeah, they don't they, have the actual they, animatronics yeah. anymore. A guy in a suit comes out. Yeah, it's just like a like a mascot now. It's not even like a. That was that spring trip. It's like a saw. Uh -huh. Which not coming out this month, but there is, or I don't think coming out yet, but there is Saw Six or Saw Six, Saw Ten coming out. Yeah, I saw that one. the poster. Mm -hmm. The poster looks badass because it's Billy made up of a bunch of body parts and shit. Yeah, but yeah, Five Nights at Freddy's a, a video game horror movie. It's a franchise. It's been going on for years. My kids were in, I think, elementary when they first got into Five Nights at Freddy's. Sounds about right. And like, especially my my middle one, she collects everything. Like, if you go in her room, it's like a fucking Freddy's Fun House in that motherfucker. <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah. So we, I've been tracking this one, and I'm I'm excited to see this one. So I'm we're gonna see. I think we have tickets already. Oh, okay. So we're definitely gonna see this one. Oh, yeah. the one I was talking about with Nicolas Cage is called Willie's Wonderland. Yes. Yeah, I yeah. have heard of that one. I haven't seen it, but I, <laughs> yeah. I, I know You're of it. You're not missing much. <laughs> And it's the same concept. Yeah. The only thing was that, again, because it's Willy's Wonderland, and, and I know I'm taking away from Finance at Freddy's, but um, if you haven't seen it, it's not really a kid's movie. Um, mid, maybe a quarter into it, there's a sex scene. Okay. And, uh, I'm not opposed to sex scenes. I'm not opposed to boobs. I love boobs. Everybody knows that. But <laughs> Of course, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But the whole Willy's Wonderland, you're like, oh, yeah, cool, cool, cool. It's another Fight Nights at Freddy's. Or, because it came out before Fight Nights. Mm -hmm. You're like, cool, you know, animatronics, kids, and yada, yada, and so forth. Yeah. Be careful. <laughs> it's a horror film. At the end of the day, it's a horror film. Yeah. Boobs, bloods, and blood. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah. Um, and there was another one. I just can't remember the name of it. But there was another one similar to the whole animatronics thing. Yeah. Um. And it's got Josh Hutcherson in it, which I grew up watching him in various things. I mean, everything from Hunger Games to way back with Zathura, which uh, wow, he's a very young Josh Hutcherson in that yeah. one. But um, he's usually pretty fun to watch, and he's in a horror movie, which I'm not used to seeing him in. <laughs> so I like watching... Uh, I kind of like seeing beloved childhood actors have to get scared. It's kind of fun. <laughs> nice. um, but I know like a lot of the gaming community is waiting for the, has been waiting for this to come out for the longest time. Oh, another thing and I had heard and I read that Five Nights at Freddy's is actually one of the longest running films that Blumhouse made. In or, terms of like from running time. Oh, really? It's it's clocking in at hour fifty minutes, almost Ooh. two hours for a horror film. Yeah, horror films are hard to make 
yeah. worth stretching that long. Yeah. Normally that 90 minute mark is that you're like, that's your sweet spot. Yeah. I mean like dramas and action films, stuff like that, that get to that hour. But that even point. action films, I'm like, sometimes, hey, yeah. After a while, yeah. I was like, dude, how many times can you shoot, you know, yeah. freaking, uh, what's that name? That dude, uh, John Wick. Oh, Keanu know, Reeves. With, yeah. How many times can you shoot John Wick <laughs> with his little cape, you know, suit that in, <laughs> impenetrable? Come on, guys. But horror movies are hard to make, like, last that long or at least make it worth sitting through that much of a movie yeah because it's gonna either be a really slow burn yeah or by the time you hit that that mm. two hour mark you're like fuck dude i'm, I'm done i'm tired yeah. my head hurts from all this screaming and yeah. killing and screaming so yeah i don't know i'm definitely gonna go see it i'm intrigued i think that's also the nostalgia for the video game yeah that why i'm gonna go see it um i'm definitely gonna go see it <laughs> so we'll, and we'll probably end up talking about it once oh, I yeah <laughs> I'll probably bring in my daughter and she'll talk our heads off about. <laughs> um, but one last one. Well, no, 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 because I want you to see the other one. Which one? The one with uh, with with um, totally killer. Oh, totally killer. Okay. After this, after this. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. This one is the one I was talking about that looks like it comes from a much smaller budget. Uh, Bloodthirst. Well, I thought thirteen was the. No. You'll see what I mean. <laughs> Lionsgate, come on. That should tell you everything. <laughs> oh my goodness. You could just, yeah, you could tell. There's there's a, a look. To indie film, right? Yes. <laughs> Jennifer is the same way. She's like, I can always tell when you're watching all the film festival stuff. <laughs> There's just certain camera angles that scream indie film. The baking color. The, yep. the light. The way it's not really... It's really hard lighting. Yeah. You can tell there's just a light stand just out of frame. Mm-hmm. You are right. I love how they go all in. Tara Reed, really? You know I have this thing. Oh, the, the snorry cam on the bike? I like that. Yeah. I, I just... It's hard to believe anything that Tara Reed plays. <laughs> to me, she's very waxy, kind of like... I don't know. Look for it on DVD and digital. Not even a release date. <laughs> <laughs> just look for it. One day we'll be out. <laughs> <laughs> vampires that are wearing SPS 1001 <laughs> first of all <laughs> gave it away um the baked in look yeah the hard lighting <laughs> i saw the first like 5 seconds of that trailer saw some of the camera moves and went this screams like something, something yeah <laughs> <laughs> something that we would do <laughs> like you're saying there's like a look to indie film and there like is. the way like the camera moves and yeah. is framed because you were trying to cut corners. <laughs> <laughs> we were trying to shoot it in a week's time with $5,000. Because, yes. yes, that set looks really great in this one shot. But realistically, it ends two feet that way. Yeah. <laughs> and we can't move the camera at all. You cannot. <laughs> Everything's shaky because we're trying to we're trying to take away the fact that it's really cheaply done. <laughs> um, 
yeah we we think shaky cam adds to the action but really it's just because we don't have a steady cam yeah <laughs> we kind of float on. <laughs> oh it's very dynamic no it's not very it's dynamic. not it's not <laughs> it's not dynamic you can't see their faces at all <laughs> it's out of focus <laughs> the focus puller oh, had to work that day we yeah had to... um, oh my god but again tyree dude come on <laughs> sharknado <laughs> that, that was her crowning jewel sharknado maybe this one will be better i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i don't want, i mean i don't want to bash on the movie too or before it even or like before it comes out or without knowing but anything you know about what? it if i'm gonna get the director and we're gonna talk and we're gonna talk shit with him okay but we have to see it first okay so whenever you know it comes out on dvd and digital so look for it we'll, we'll look for it um i don't know there's just uh, i know vampires supposed to be pale but they're it's just it they're wearing it, sps for, it looks like I... halloween makeup and they're wearing sps so they could walk around in a day and they're it's set in like a brother poster looks pretty cool the poster yeah the poster looks badass look you know what yeah the post the poster i'm, I'm drawing I, it on the top of, on the poster the poster <laughs> a dude on a bike a biker dude with a it's like mad max meets vampires, vampires a little bit that's yeah. the vibe i'm getting and yeah. Kind of a cool idea. Tyra Reed's blowing on a shotgun with fake smoke. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I got to get off. Uh, Okay. Opening soon releases October 31st. Oh, on Halloween. On On Halloween. On a Tuesday. Yeah. It's a Tuesday release. (laughs) (laughs) Tuesday. I don't know. Because Halloween's on a Tuesday. It's always been Thursdays. That's that's your normal release. Thursdays. Usually. Yeah. You usually go for a weekend release. Not a Tuesday. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but I mean, I get the whole, yeah, it's Halloween. Yeah. So, okay. What was this other film that you wanted to look at? Uh, totally Killer. Totally Killer. Okay. <laughs> totally Killer. Again, Blumhouse has been killing. You know what? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to write him and I'm, we're going to get him on here. <laughs> Which one? What's the name? Um, um, um Mr. Uh, Mr. Blum. Yes, Mr. Blum. <laughs> we've, we've, uh. Oh, it's got that, like. 80s yes uh they're going, font they're, they're doing the whole um sleepaway camp kind of thing uh-huh um yeah just watch the, just, just watch the trailer, just watch the trailer. <laughs> oh i keep seeing the ad for this but i just click skip because it's the beginning of every ahsoka episode <laughs> or every like <laughs> It's Super Troopers, <laughs> right off the back. Super Trooper vibes with uh, what's his name? Uh, Park, uh, the the actor. The... Oh, yes. Hold on. I'm looking him up. Um, I'm Randall the... Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Producers of Megan. <laughs> It almost reminds me of um, they did the other movie. Uh, oh, what vibe? The one where it's a birthday, where they kill her on her birthday. Doing a time travel break? No, it's uh. Well, this is this is a, a yeah no I'm, yeah I'm talking time about skip yeah oh, okay. But the other one's uh, it's like uh, Groundhog Day. Oh yeah yeah. Again, Blumhouse also did it. Yeah. You know, she looks a whole lot older now. Who's that? Kiana Skipka. Uh, she doesn't look like a teenager anymore. It could be the hair. 
No, look at her neck. Well, it also has been a little bit since Sabrina, Sabrina was shooting. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. She's born 1999. Oh. So she's not that old. She's my age. Interesting. Okay. On Prime. Okay. Interesting. Amazon will always come through. <laughs> when it this comes is true. to cheesy yeah. freaking No, this is Amazon is the wonderful world of like great big name like blockbuster films and then no budget. Cheesy ass. October sixth. Yeah. It comes out. Which is like in what two weeks? Yeah, <laughs> uh, from when we're recording this, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Well, October's got some promise. I yeah. mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's got vampires and Back to the Future and a bunch of Blumhouse. A lot of Blumhouse. This is their money making month. Because I'm, I'm telling you, I'm gonna have to write them. <laughs> October, it's his month. Yeah. No. I wonder if I can. Who knows? Maybe he's one of our three listeners. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> well, now we're four because remember your dad. So oh, true, true, true. So four listeners, four yeah. happy listeners. Oh, man. But uh, I lost my train of thought completely, which happens at least once every episode now. Um, we're gonna Would be... you watch it? Would I watch this one? Yeah. Yeah, especially because I don't have to pay to go see it. <laughs> um <laughs> And I can watch it. Well, not, that's not a bash. On, that's not a bash on the movie. That's a. That's not a bash on the movie. That's a bash on my bank account. Um, we're so cheap. You know who we are. We're pretty cheap on this damn podcast. Yeah. I don't even know how we keep the lights on. I don't know, but yeah, no, that's not a bash on the movie. That's a bash on. I just I can't afford to go see a movie every week. Yeah. Um, especially in October, where there actually is a movie basically coming out every yeah. week. Um, and also just. The convenience of I don't have to schedule time to go sit down and watch a movie because it's kind of hard, at least for me right now. There's not like a there's not a decent movie theater nearby where I live now. Um, the closest one has not been updated, so it's got really narrow, non reclining seats, which oh. we've been spoiled by reclining seats now, yeah. by like Santico's mainly. But yeah. the seats are super narrow. I love I love that. The- I love the new aesthetic that cinema is mm-hmm. going to, but I hate, well, I don't hate. It just bothers me when you go to the newer ones Yeah. and you have at seat dine-in and oh. you have the waiters coming in and out Yeah. and you're into the movie and all of a sudden you see this guy yeah. and you smell food and you're like, fuck, dude, I'm hungry. I, I and <laughs> Here's the thing. I love Alamo Draft House, but if I'm going to order food, I do try to make it a point to order as like get there early so I can order as early as possible so that yeah. if they're coming to coming to my table at least it's not like in the middle of like something important. Yeah, but then if you get beer, you're like, "Fuck, dude, I gotta go 
pee and then oh well, you... see i'm not i i don't drink at least not <laughs> but i'm an old dude see, so, and like every 30 minutes if i start drinking I'm, i gotta go but then you know you sometimes go to draft house and you get that people behind you they order the pitcher of beer for the movie and they're just absolutely fucked by the end of it <laughs> <laughs> that's when you just raise your cup and you're like hey, hey bro can you top me off bro and since they're drunk they're like yeah 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 cool. <laughs> but i don't know i'm probably gonna go see at least a few of these movies that we watch the trailers of to actually go see it i don't again i don't know if i'm gonna get anybody to go see exorcist with me i'll probably be alone nope. and sad <laughs> <laughs> nope but scared and happy so that'll be good and then it's just gonna be a lot of uh i think waiting for streaming i think it, as like lazy as it sounds sometimes and like as much as i want to make sure like help movies by contributing to box office numbers i don't know and sometimes it's just it's just but it's hard <laughs> but now okay not only that but i think horror films don't do well in box office no and i think studios go into those that's why they're all so low budget sometimes is because they know they're not going to do well like saw did well as a really super stupid low budget yeah because they weren't expecting much out of mm -hmm. blair witch same thing um insidious all their their movies yeah you know what i mean um but i don't think honestly horror movies as much as i'd love to be able to say are made for mm -hmm. cinema because you have that group dynamic where mm -hmm. everybody gets scared you feel the same and the anxiety just goes up in the room yeah and shit. but i don't think i'm being a type i can oh what the hell what else is new um i don't think financially most horror films are made or make their money on the cinema aspect i think most of them either streaming or the the second market dvd releases mm -hmm. and all the cool stuff and the, com and yeah. the conventions and stuff like that yeah especially like like saw saw 10 saw x whatever they're actually calling it right now um coming out i can't see it do i can see it doing well because it's a franchise that everybody knows and the people that love it absolutely love it but i can see it being more of a collector's thing where like it's going to do well in dvds because people want that like that last the movie. book yeah the, the the last movie and like the next movie in that collection yeah. um but yeah so i think next time what do we i think we're actually going to talk about a movie like an actual like uh, at length could. uh we might well, we'll be in yeah we'll be in october we'll be in spooky season yeah so we'll actually be it uh this is our tis the season so yes. tis the season <laughs> um for blood and gore yes um and scares so until then this is david and this is aj we're filming and we're signing off until next time keep watching movies peace